What's up? What's up? What's up, people? This is K Steel Words of Wisdom. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for sharing the podcast. Thank y'all for the insight, wisdom, um, constructive criticism, helping me grow um, as a podcaster, right? But so today, check this out. We are talking about the power of habit. Now, yes, we have all heard it from different places, different ways, but hopefully I can offer a little bit of insight because it seems like we don't really see how important the power of habit is, right? There's a book out there called The Power of Habit. It's a pretty good read. Um, I haven't finished it yet, but there's this uh, thing. There was a study of these people who was losing their memory. And one of the, the, the guys there, uh, he was like a unique case. Um, there was something about him that was different than the other people. So for example, when uh, they actually used this guy to do a serious case study because it helped them evolve in the way they were doing the test. So what they were doing was they figured out he had these memories from his past, uh, certain things he liked to eat, certain things he, he, he can normally talk about. But if you walked out the room within a split second, he would forget that he was just talking to you about it and almost loop. Um, he created like a habit loop, right? A habit of talking about certain things and a habit of uh, experiencing certain things. So if the doctor walked out the room, he would, <laughs> he'd be like, Hey doc, uh, this, that, and the third, you know, they would talk about baseball. And if he found a subject that the man kind of remembered, they would talk about that. But if he walked in a whole nother room and come back within that split second, he would forget. So eventually they sent this guy home, him and his wife. And so his wife was trying to make their life as normal as possible. She would take him around the neighborhood every day <clears throat> um but she would ask him questions and he did not remember right um but one day he just got up out of nowhere and he was gone she panicked she's going to the neighbor's houses she's going everywhere and she's almost like retracting the steps of what they would take in the in the uh, uh mornings right their walks and then when she got back home she noticed that there were like acorns on the bed she noticed her husband was in the kitchen uh, cooking. And she was like, what just happened? And she said, where did you go? And he didn't have any clue that he even left. And what was happening was because his wife was taking him on these walks, he began to create a new habit, these new habit loops within him um, that he didn't even know mentally. So there are certain habits that we create that we don't even know, we just subconsciously do it. For example, when you're younger and your parents say, hey, go wash your face and brush your teeth. And you do it in that order, right? And you do that in that order every single day. Every time your parents wake up, a guardian wakes you up and say, go wash your face and brush your teeth. Get ready for breakfast. If you did that all your childhood, I'm pretty positive you did that as an adult too, or you do that as an adult. I still do a lot of stuff, like when it comes to uh, the days I wash clothes or um, the way I brush my teeth, wash my face, all like, you know, the time of days I shower and um, all that kind of stuff. It started because it was something that was created that you don't have to think much about. So this guy, right, um, I talked about when his wife went looking for him, she found him in a house cooking. And so he would cook and he would cook like several times a day. 
he would just get up and, and start doing it. So she figured out she had to keep like plenty of bacon in the house, plenty of eggs in the house. There were certain things that that triggered him that he would be hungry. And that's the only thing he remembered that he knew how to cook. So what she would do is she says he can't just keep eating this stuff. So every day she would like put an apple next to his uh, couch or his chair because he liked to watch a certain television show or something. And so she kept doing this until before you know it, he was picking up that new habit. So sometimes we have to learn how to create new habit loops and introduce them and be so consistent with it that it's going to help us in the process. So I got a couple of questions that we need to, you know, maybe help you, but we need to start doing uh, to create new habit loops. And this is definitely something for the power of habit. So you have to ask yourself the question, um, why do why do I want to change? Like really ask yourself the question. Like you can listen to all the motivational speaking. You can listen to as many preachers and positive people as you want. Why do you want to change? Why? Because like, are you doing it for money? Hey, cause we all can use a little bit of extra coin, right? Are you doing it because you just want to change that lifestyle? What is it about your changing that is driving you to do something different or is not driving you to do something different. So is it just cause, you know, you see your neighbors driving the new cars and maybe one day you want to come home with a new car. Cause obviously if you, if you're changing for money, that's going to give you more, uh, that's going to affect your lifestyle. That's going to affect the way you, your appearance, the way you look, what you can do with your family. So that's the question. Why do you want to change? Another question. So is there any significance in the reason you want to change? That's not a second question, but I got another. <laughs> so the second question is this. Is there value tied up in changing? Because if you don't have any significance in why you're changing, you won't stay consistent with it. So I, I brought up in another po podcast how one of my family members, uh, my stepdad was like, um, kind of a big healthy guy right in the 400s and what happened with this guy is that throughout his life he wanted to change but he would start diets and not really stick with them so for whatever reason last year was his year right now he is consistent consistently losing weight he's lost uh, i think about 100 pounds so far and he's still dropping weight but he had to tie something into why he wanted to change. And his thing is, I want to be around for my grandchildren. I need to be around so I can move around and be mobile. Matter of fact, I need it because it's going to save my life. So he had to, that was the only thing that's, that was consistent with him is that he wanted to change because he see life and value in it. So number one, why do you want to change money, lifestyle, appearance? Number two, is there any value tied up in changing? Is there any value in it? And if you can't see the value in it, you won't put forth the effort. It's really that simple. It's really that simple. Number three, have you mapped it out? So for example, you're listening to all this motivational speaking. Heck, you're listening to me right now. And I'm trying to give you some, some, some nuggets, right? But <clears throat> you, you may have even bought like 
uh, uh, positive uh, motivation tapes, all that kind of stuff, right? And, but, but what's, have you mapped it out? Now that you see you want to change, you have to map that thing out. You have to write it down, make it plain, get you a vision board. So even if it's not a vision board, put things up around the house or in your car, you know, that, that can help you see, go test drive another car, right? Go test drive a new car. Go walk and do a, uh, you know how they have open houses? Go go and walk in one of them new houses. See some new countertops. Go to Home Depot. Start telling yourself, well, this is how I want my kitchen to look. Even if you don't go to houses, go to Home Depot somewhere. Go to Lowe's. Go to one of them spots that'll help you see what you want. Help you map it out. The reason why I mentioned a vision board, because a vision board just is right in your face. Because a vision board will help you empty out your head the things that you really desire. Uh, and how you create a vision board, go to the local library. They, they usually sell magazines for like four four dollar. And uh, sometimes, right? Or a dollar. So you're getting like a $15 magazine for like a buck. And you'll go through those pages. And I'm going to tell you something about that. When you go through those pages, you never know what'll pop out. I remember my first vision board had a... Uh, what do you call it? Um, all the pictures of words. Words would come out more than actual pictures. And I still have my first vision board. And and I look at that daily, right? Uh, to make sure that I stay on course. So that's, that's why you want to start mapping it out. Make your goal list. Make that board so big that where if it's not even pictures, you write your goals down. And you start checking off your list. I walked in my mom's room one time and I seen her vision board. It wasn't a collage of pictures or anything. She wrote down what she wanted and put a box next to it. And that box was certain goals that she had set for herself. The cool thing about it was at the beginning of the year, I'm looking at her vision board, her goal list, and three of them was already checked off before the end of the month of that first new year had happened. And I thought that was pretty amazing, right? So she got the rest of the year to, to knock off the rest of them. So have you mapped it out? That's number three. Number four, what are you doing different? Have you, listen, we can't just wish that we have that new house. We can't just wish that we are, you know, have that, that degree that we've been wanting. We're going to have to put, lay some groundwork. You have to create some new habits. We got to do something so different. So what are you doing different? You know, sometimes you have to be so self-motivated, so self-motivated that no matter what is in front of you, you got to do something different. For example, uh, I hear people saying they can't do like, say they can't go on vacations. And the reason is because they haven't mapped it out. It's not because they haven't, uh, they just don't have the money. So even when the money's tight, if you say, you know what, my, my goal is to go on this cruise by next year. Change some things in your spending habits. So instead of, say, you spend $100 a month on entertainment, spend 80, put $20 away toward that cruise. Uh, $80 will go to maybe going out to a movie. And if you can't go to go to a movie, cut that back too. take that whole $100 and put it toward the cruise. If you really look at some of your spending habits, you can get to that cruise that you've been wanting to go to. You can get to that trip of Hawaii. It just may take you longer, 
But the fact that you got there is all that matters. It's, it doesn't matter to people how long it took you to get there. It just matters that you did something different to do it. So um, I was looking at the movie Black Panther and then one of the videos afterwards, they were talking to the elderly lady who was in the movie. She was very, um, she was very seasoned in age. I would say she was about 80 or something. And Black Panther was her first movie. And the reason being is she's always wanted to be in the movies. And this opportunity presented her presented itself. And I think one of her grandchildren like encouraged her or something. It was like, look, there's no time like the present. Hey, give it a shot. If they say no, they say no, but at least you try. And that was her first movie at 80. I'm not telling y'all to wait till 80 to start doing something different, but it took a, a positive voice, but it also took not just her hearing you should try it. It took some application. It took her to say, you know what? I got to get out of my comfort zone. Some of us are so afraid of no and rejection that we don't give it our best. Even though, look, check this out. Even though I don't uh, celebrate the, the, the witchcraft and all that kind of stuff, um, the movie, the, the Harry Potter books, um, that lady got rejected so many times and now she's probably a billionaire uh, a couple times over because of that series but she constantly because she believed in her work she did the work and then she took the rejection and and now she's known all over the world that movie has sold billions of dollars worth of uh content right she never i put it to you this way she's so well off now that her children if she has any um, I really don't know her story much, but they don't, her family don't have to ever worry about money ever. Right. So they're well taken care of from that aspect. How many of us are sitting on these billion dollar ideas, these billion dollar gifts, these million dollar ideas, whatever it is. And it's not getting done. It's just sitting in our spirit. And we like, okay, one day that door open, but you're not doing the legwork. So what are you doing different? And these are questions I hope you really ask yourself. And the last one, most importantly to me, is can you see yourself in that space? Can you see yourself in that space? For example, you cannot, it ties into like number three, have you mapped it out? You can't have it if you can't see it. I see this in almost every podcast because it's so true. You know, if you can't see it, you got to see, you got to feel some of this stuff. Some of the stuff that you want, you got to go sit in it. You know, one of my cousins got a Maserati. I might, I may not want a Maserati, but I look at that as a luxury vehicle. So one day I went over his house and he was like, cousin, you want to drive this thing? He said, you can have it anytime you want to. You, you can come get it anytime you want. And I was like, nah, <laughs> I don't want that responsibility of having this expensive car. And then anything happens, you know, not trying to be a, a uh, 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 worry wart, you know, about things happening or a negative person. But I'm like, ah, let me just sit in it. You drive it. I'll sit in it. Let me just fill on some of this leather. Let me see what this, this, this how it rides. Does it ride better than my Beamer? Because to be honest with you, I'll just keep my Beamer and, and a few dollars. But just sitting in it, right? I was sitting in the car and I was like, oh, this is nice. He stepped on the gas a little bit. Let me hear the engine. And I said, this is cool. So I've sat in some some pretty expensive whips, you know, sat in a Bentley because that's one of my dream cars, a Bentley. 
one of my extra uh, uh, other cars that I want is a, a Tesla. I don't know who got one, but if you want to let me ride in or let me drive it, I'll let your boy. But I can't see it if I, I mean, honestly, I can't have it if I can't see it. It's not a wish list. It's like, if I can see it, then honestly, if I'm consistent with my habits, what happened is I'll change my habits to, to make sure that I get to that because it's not even about material stuff. The one thing I want you not to take away from this is that I'm only saying this so you can get houses, money, cars, and whatever. That's not it at all. Some of us got some habits that are really detrimental to our health. You know, one thing God was dealing with me on is like, I'm sensitive to caffeine as much as I like it. Like sodas, energy drinks, I can't even drink too much coffee. And so God was putting it on my heart like, <clears throat> it's raising your blood pressure, so you gotta stop drinking it. And me walking in disobedience sometimes, I'll drink the coffee and it'll raise my blood pressure. And I'm like, uh, all right, I, always, I was already told I shouldn't be drinking this coffee or this caffeine type stuff. And I can't lie and say I don't indulge some, from time to time, but now it's more uh, monitored. And so um, some of the things that y'all doing, like like that we're doing, excuse me, I can't just put y'all in it. Uh, some of the things that we're doing is very costly. Uh, we have to change some of these habits that goes for relationships. Some of us are, uh, say we're in a relationship, um, and we're looking at other people thinking that the grass is greener, but we won't put in the work, change some new habits in our relationship. Now, how we talk to our spouses, some of the things that we're doing is, is very detrimental to our family. Some of us are gambling spending money we we don't have and we're giving it to the casino hoping for whatever some of us are you know it's almost like you know some of us are driving our cars without getting the proper maintenance and so we, we don't get in the habit of say checking the oil um checking the gas you know simple as that S simple things and then we run out of gas and we wonder what happened instead of getting into the habit of the moment you get in your car you look at your gas gauge the moment you um, are in a relationship, you check how you guys are talking to each other. You check, um, is there something you can do different? So some of the things that we are experiencing is because we can't see ourselves in that positive relationship. We can't see ourselves in that new home. We can't see ourselves making a ton of money. We can't see, it, it's very simple. So this would be the last part, the power of habit. You know what I mean? Hopefully this has helped, gave you a few nuggets, but it's really that simple. We have to be able to change some habits in order to grow and develop into what we desire as value. You know, what is valuable to us. So why do you want to change is number one. Why do you want to change? Number two, is there value tied up in changing? Number three, have you mapped it out? Number four, what are you doing different? And number five, can you see yourself in that space? Can you see yourself in that new space? Mentally, first, you have to change things mentally before you can change your habits, right? So hopefully you start creating some new habit loops that's gonna that's gonna blossom and, and bring forth some good fruit. So this is Case Steel, Words of Wisdom. Thank y'all for tuning in. Um, hopefully y'all take these nuggets. And if it's not for you, it's not for you, but Hopefully you'll change, um, you'll, you'll share it with somebody who can use this.
All right, y'all be easy. Y'all can reach me at um, Kendrick Steele uh, on Facebook or Twitter, right? And Creative Ambition on Instagram. C-R-E-A-T-V-A-M-B-I-T-I-O-N. Creative Ambition. Ambition means desire. And sometimes when you don't have the desire, you have to create it. That's where creative ambition comes from. All right, y'all be easy.